You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brady Hageman, episode number 109. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, happy Friday, and welcome back. I'm so excited to be here with you today because we're going to talk about something that is needed in your business and in your life taking breaks from things, whether that's taking a break from social media or from maybe taking new clients or just a vacation from your business where you're not actually working for a few days or some part of your business taking a break from. And the reason, one of the reasons I'm going to talk about that today is because I'm taking a little break myself. So I'm going to announce a little bit of announcement before I jump into today's episode. If you're a loyal listener, you know I've been putting a podcast out every single week for the past year or so, a little over a year, and I love that. I love this podcast. It is one of my favorite things about my business. I love recording it. I love thinking ideas for it. I love editing it. I love everything about it. However, if you have been listening to the past few weeks, you may know that my family and I are moving from California to Georgia um, in May. It's it's the end of April right now. We it's a big big deal in our family. We just closed on a house in Georgia um, yesterday, actually, and it's kind of blowing my mind. <laughs> To be perfectly honest with you, um, we've my husband and I, neither of us have ever owned a home before, and we kind of can't believe that it's all, like we have a home that's ours. It's been a long time goal of, of both of us. Um, so it's really, really crazy and exciting. Um, but what that means is we have to pack up and move across the country. <laughs> um, and next, so this week, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you the whole behind the scenes thing before we jump in, just to kind of just because you know me and you probably are interested. So this week, I am purging. I'm just purging. I'm going through all the closets, all the drawers, and just anything that I know I don't want to keep, I'm donating so that I have everything ready to go and organize. So next week, we put it all in boxes. It's just quickly, easy in box, and we're done. We're not like, oh, now I have to get rid of, you know. So this week, I'm in purging mode, and then – um the beginning of May, a moving truck is going to come and take all of our boxes. We're packing it ourselves. So the moving truck is taking all of our boxes, our beds, everything, our couch, everything, and driving across the country. We aren't going to have anything for over a week. Like we're going to have just like air mattresses. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. My husband's going to be gone for part of this time because he's going to be working. It's a little bit crazy. And then when he gets back from his, one of his trips, my, myself, my elderly dog, who's almost 16, and my dad are driving my car across the country. My husband and I actually drove his car across the country at the, I want to say the beginning of April. So his car's already there. 
Um, so we're going to be taking like all of our things that we've, we've had that we've been sleeping on <laughs> things in, in my car across the country. It's going to take us four days. We decided. And then my husband and my daughter are going to stay at my dad's house with my stepmom. And then the three of them are going to fly across the country the day that we get the house. Um, cause we're giving occupancy back to the seller, um, until um, a day in May. It's a lot of different things. And so uh, if you've never bought a house, I'm just going to tell you like what some of these words mean. Cause I didn't even know what these words meant until recently. So basically closed on the house essentially means we officially became owners of the house. The paperwork was signed. The deed from the house went from the seller to us. The loan had gone through. We wired our money for our down payment, which is like a very wild thing to do is to like wire a big sum of money <laughs> to an account. Um, so yeah, so that's basically it means to close on a house. And then sometimes when you close, usually when you close, you get often, not usually, often when you close, you get the house. The house is like that's, that day is it's yours, you, it's yours. But um, in our negotiation, she asked to stay until some date in May. And so we're giving, we gave her that. And so she's actually not paying rent. So it's part of the deal. So we're paying the mortgage in May as well as rent in our current home. So it's a, there's a lot, there's a lot. On top of all of this, you know, I mentioned my elderly, my sweet elderly dog. She's almost 16. She turned 16 in July, but she's not doing great. <laughs> she's not doing great. Her health has definitely declined rapidly over the past six months. Today, particularly, she's not feeling well, um, which is really hard on me mentally. And um, so anyways, all of this to say, I'm going to be taking a break from my podcast for a few weeks. I commit for sure to be back recording the first week in June. I may make may come in back earlier. I know I'm just going to miss it so much. I miss this 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 forum. I miss talking to you because my focus of the next month of May is to be there for my clients. I have two group coaching programs that I'm working with. So I have those clients that I am focusing my my work attention on. And then everything else is going into the move, taking care of my sweet old dog, helping my daughter with this big transition, all of the things. So with that, that kind of is a good segue into today's topic, which is how to take a break and when to know how when to do it. And again, like it can mean anything. It could mean a break from TV, <laughs> right? It can mean a break from sugar, whatever, right? Like, or your business or anything like that. I'm just going to use business terms since that this is the business podcast, but you can really use this in anything in your life that you just feel like you need a break from. Maybe, maybe you've had your business for five years and maybe you just are really exhausted and you just, it's just been really hard and you just need a break. You just need a break from thinking about it and from putting energy into it or whatever that may be. Or maybe you're brand new and you have been working for the last year, two years, and it just feels very heavy. Your business feels very heavy. It feels very hard. I definitely recommend like if you're in these situations in your business to take a break in some way or another. So it can be, you know, like for instance, like I'm taking a break from this podcast, but I'm not taking a complete break from my business because I still have my clients. So you can kind of decide what that looks like for you. But for me, I've taken breaks from my business, uh, both when I did Billy H Beauty and this business as well, where I'm just like completely offline. 
I am not currently seeing clients, you know, like I take, I just like completely stop for a period of time, whether that be in a few days or a week or whatever, to really get that space back in your brain. So if you already, if you're booked, like you can't, you know, maybe you can schedule vacation out a few months out or whatever, but you can't actually take a physical break from your business. I highly, highly encourage you to take a break from other aspects of your business. So like social media or just engaging with your clients during non-business hours and like just really starting to create that boundary. Because usually that's if the case is like if you've been at this business for a long time and you're really booked and you're really tired, it's because you have to set up those boundaries. And so really kind of, and, and even like telling your clients, like I'm just, I'm really going to take some time just to myself. So you may not be hearing from me. You may not hear from me very much and give them a time frame, right? So like, again, if you can't take a vacation, like give them a time frame. So like the next two weeks, I'm just going to be really quiet over here. Like everything is fine. I'm just, I'm just taking a break. Like, I don't know if any of you follow Elise Myers on Instagram. She's one of my favorite follows. She's fantastic. And she took a break a couple weeks ago now. She said, I'm taking a break for a week. You're not going to see any posts from me. She's like, I'm still here. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I just need a break. I need a break from this. I need a break from like doing anything work-related. And she did. And she came back and everything's great, right? And so she's like kind of just telling your clients like what to expect and when you'll be back can really kind of let like that ease, right? And you can like have away messages on your social media DMs. Like if someone DMs you, it can like your message can kick back to them saying that like you're taking a break from social media or whatever. You can also have like a way message on your email. I've done that. I'd actually still have that on my email where like it tells the business hours that I will respond to emails. So you can really kind of, if you can't physically take a break from your business because you are booked, you can kind of figure out these different ways to give yourself that space. So like over the month of May, you probably aren't going to see a lot of me on social media. It's not, I'm not purposely taking a break. I just don't have really the space for it. Again, I'm like, if I'm not with working on my clients and like helping my clients, like I'm just not really working on my business because I have too many other things in my life that I really need to focus on. That's like time sensitive. I have to do it. We have to pack. We are moving. This is not a drill, right? That's not something that I can kind of put off. I actually have to figure it out. If you are in this age of your business where maybe you aren't super booked, and maybe you also need income, which I know a lot of you may be in. I've been there. My heart completely understands. I just want to keep reminding you I've been there. It, it's hard. You can do it. I encourage you to take a break from your business. And you can do it a different a couple of different ways. One, actually just taking time off from your business. Like if you're not booked, then just like close your books those days and just do anything else that will bring you joy. That's not like just sitting on the couch all day. Like don't get me wrong. Sitting on the couch definitely brings me joy, but not in like a depressive kind of state. But like if you love to go for hikes, like getting outside, hopefully where you are, it's no longer freezing cold. Um, whatever that looks like and really kind of just doing things that you like to do that bring you a lot of joy that has nothing to do with your business. So that's something that you can do. Also, if you aren't that booked and you have open availability and you're kind of, you know, everything is 
available to book at any time, I want to encourage you from taking a break from that schedule and just choosing like your two busiest days and have those days be the days that they're open. Maybe you still say you're open, whatever you are online, but people only can book on these days and take those other days off from your business, from thinking about your business. When it pops into your head, just tell yourself you're going to think about it on Thursday, the day that you're open or whatever it is. Like write it down in your phone, the note, whatever thought is coming into your head, push it to the side and get back to whatever you were doing to completely fill up your cup. If your cup is not full, (laughs) you can't keep, you you will drain, you'll literally too drain to give it to your clients. And it's really draining when you first start a business and you're really trying to get traction and you're really trying to get new clients and it can be really hard. So if you're in that stage, I just encourage you just to only work two days a week and the rest of the time, either do other things in your life. If you have kids, like focus on your kids. If you have pets, focus on your pets. If you like gardening, go out gardening, like whatever it is. Like I like to bake. I like to read. That is what I do during my time off. I really like, like maybe I'm feeling anxious about my business. Like I'm going to go bake that I know will help me feel better. Right. Same with you. If you really need money, and taking a break from your business is scary because you need money, but you're also really done with your business. Like you're just done. You're over it, right? You're so frustrated. I'm going to tell you what I keep telling you, which is like get a side job and get a side job that's not in the esthetician world. Like do anything that's easy for you to do that can be around the, the hours of your business, those two days a week that will bring you in money that will kind of take you out of your own head, out of your own business world and kind of change the energy in your life. Like something that maybe you feel good about. Like maybe you really like quiet and you can get a job cleaning or something where it's just like you go to work, you do the job, you get paid, you come back. You're not trying to create, you're not trying to, you know, whatever it is, right? So like, it it doesn't have to be anything glamorous. It doesn't have to be anything super long-term. Just something that can bring you in money, that's easy for you to do, that is taking you away from your business and the constant thinking that you're having about your business. So just to kind of wrap up what I said, you want to choose a time frame, you want to commit to that time frame, and you want to fill that time doing something else, either for you or for yourself that isn't business related. Now, I know I'm taking a break. I'm not taking a break from my business in the same way I'm describing it, but I am taking a break for myself and my family. And as opposed to feeling guilty that I'm not giving enough to my podcast and my posting enough on social media and trying to do that. I've just decided I'm taking a break from all of that and I'm only focusing on the clients that are working with me currently. Those hours that I have scheduled already a week, that's my time with them and that's it. That's all I'm going to do. And it, it really has, is really freeing me to not, because normally during the week I'm thinking about all these other things besides my clients, right? I'm thinking of my clients and all these other things. So now the next month, I'm only going to be thinking about just seeing my clients when I see them and that's it. It really can kind of give me that space back that I can really put into the things I need to do. So give yourself a time frame, be specific, communicate it, 
right? So like, that's like I'm communicating with you right now. Communicate it to your clients. Let them know what's happening. Let them know when you're coming back. And be specific what you're going to do during that time to either fill your cup, make more money, or get something you need to get done in your life. Have a fantastic week. Have a fantastic month. I probably am not going to speak to you all of May. I plan on coming back definitely the first week of June. So have a great month. I have 108 other episodes that you can listen to. So if you haven't listened to them all, there are so many good ones. Have a fantastic week and month. I'll talk to you in a month. Bye for now.